2: of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald We come right back into here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week twice a week wherever you get your podcast plus also as well game source inside sports fantasy football you know ox 1947 is doing some great things right there for you at Lakersball.com. go ahead and check him out today and what he has to say about what's going on with the lakers at, of course, LakersBall.com. Plus, he owns a great company. you got to go ahead and check it out, because if you're in the Southern California area and you need your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today, go ahead and check out Joe's company, Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Our good friends, Jamie Sweet, the Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, and Jamie Sweet, Mr. Five Things, who's already commenting in our world-famous chat, the best Lakers chat room that's out there, the Lakers Fast Break. Jamie Sweet, Mr. Five thinks Himself, commenting on Christian Wood, but you can go ahead and check out his thoughts and also the thoughts of Laker Tom at lakerholics.com. Our good friend John McAlian on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe today for some great conversation there. After us, of course. And also, as well, Stone Hansen, who is probably settling back in after a long weekend at Summer League, which I will be heading back to tomorrow. You can go ahead and check out what he's doing today at UpsideSwings.com and the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. If you can support all of that, plus give us that five-star review, and like, share, subscribe, follow, and do whatever you can to support us right at all of our different ventures, it is sincerely appreciated. And please, like and subscribe this video. Subscribe to our channel. We're almost at 1,000. We're almost there, almost there to the magical 1,000 barrier for YouTube. So go ahead and give us a hand when you can. Or if you know a good Lakers fan in your life, please go ahead and let them know about us here at the Lakers Fast Break. I do have a couple things I want to go ahead and mention. A thank you to everyone who's watched the Sphere video on either the Lakers Fast Break channel or the Pop Culture Cosmos channel. It is approaching 90,000 views, I think, combined on both platforms. I have a ton of responses I still have to make on the comments, so please... uh, Bear with me on that. It's gotten over a 1,000 likes uh, on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel alone. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity to go ahead and have that kind of video out there. Hopefully that will also bring in more people to the channel as well. And I also wanted to say, happy Prime Day! Happy 7-Eleven Day to everyone out there. I will say, if you've gone shopping, today's a great day to do so. There's some great things, including Lord of the Rings packages deals if you want a new set of Lord of the Rings, 4K, Blu-rays, or anything like that. Go ahead and check it out. Amazon Prime. I've already done my shopping for the year for Amazon Prime's Days, and I hope you have as well. I also want to give a a a mention as well to 7 Eleven Day. Happy 711 Day. Hopefully you got your free Slurpee. But amazing. Get this, Joe, before I go ahead and give you a full introduction. Amazing. Today's 7-Eleven day. They've been doing this thing every year. They give you a free little Slurpee, you know, if you've got the app and all that. Amazing how all the multiple 7-Elevens I went to all had their Slurpee machines out of order. How coincidental.
0: And they took a page out of McDonald's page of, we're too big to fail, and let's screw our customers on the most popular day of our, you know, business. Uh, yeah. There's a there's a reason why you avoid 7-Eleven and uh, McDonald's. I'll, I'll tell you a recent uh, experience at 7-Eleven uh, and this is at a 7-Eleven that's been owned by I'm assuming it looked like it's been owned by the same people for a long time because you could tell same same family, same uh, ethnicity. There, he didn't have the spoon straw. And when I asked for one, he looked like I was talking German to him. And sometimes when I'm in a mood to really, I guess, passive aggressively tell you you're a moron. uh, I was there for a good 10 to 15 seconds, giving him a lifeline to explain it to me so that I didn't feel like an idiot. I said, where are your spoons? He's like, oh, there's a spoon there. And he pointed at the spoon next to the hot dogs. I said, no, the spoon with the straw. This guy spoke English. And he kept looking around. He didn't know what the hell I was saying. I go, you don't know that Slurpees have a spoon? Luckily, there was no one else in there. Probably would have been laughing. I go, you don't know what the spoon straw is? I've been buying Slurpees for the last, 30 years. You don't know what a spoon straw is? A- a- as you can tell, I-, I left without a Slurpee, so, yeah. Well,
2: happy it, it, 7 Seven so, Eleven day to you. So so the
0: easiest thing to do with places like McDonald's and 7-Eleven is don't go there, but I don't know. If that's the right.
2: kids wanted some Slurpees. They, you know, they don't, they haven't, you know, they used to do it all the time when they were kids. Now they're, they're teenagers and they thought just reminisce. That's you know, exactly had, why
0: I was there. My
2: day.
0: Blue raspberry. So I was getting a little cup. We were passing by. I was getting gas. An absolute. I. I'm, I'm. I'm not trying to jump on the 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 vehicle of just ineptness of society, but Jesus Christ, the amount of stupidity in so many areas of this world that we're living in now. No one has a clue what's going on. No one wants to do jack squat in their own business. You know, I, I just heard a story today where. People are serving food to kids, and people are going in the bathroom and sitting there for forty-five minutes playing on their phone while kids are supposed to get their food. This is coming from my aunt. My aunt had a my aunt's retired and wanted got bored and wanted to kind of do something for a few hours. And she's like, "I'm I'm, I'm over here busting my rear ends." This lady's sixty-eight years old, and and the twenty-two year old with no life apparently is sitting in the bathroom talking. And oh, by the way, she was smoking in there too. So yeah, that's your. Uh, that's your that's your future, folks. Good luck.
2: Well, again, happy 7-Eleven day and happy prime day to everyone out there. <laughs> Sean is also joining us here as well. It is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you joining us. Please go ahead and like and subscribe to get the latest notifications and when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers fast break. But before we go into what we were going to be talking about for today's uh, program, including Pascal Siakam is the latest hot name on the Rumorville for trades and all that, plus also some Laker talk as well. I wanted to go ahead and touch on, Joe, something that Jamie said in the comments over the course of the past uh, little bit before we went on the air talking about Christian Wood. Uh, is said, Christian Wood is a joke. Just say no. And it just seems like that, you know, he's really down on him. But, I, uh, Joe, before when I went on the air with you, I said that I liken it almost to let's go down a – let's go to a grocery store. And we're going down the aisle, and we hit the clearance aisle. And here, speaking of the guy himself, is Jamie Swede. So, yeah. so Jamie, before we go into we're going to discuss your topic of, of Christian Wood as a 14th player. So we're going down <laughs> the aisle. Of, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going down the aisle of a grocery store, and we head over to, like like for me here, Smith's slash Kroger's, for everybody out there. They go to the clearance rack in the clearance aisle, and there's very little there. But yet you know someone's going to complain why not the big brands are not there. Why isn't there a big brand on sale on clearance? So I'm saying to you now, Jamie, and I'm glad you're here, Christian Wood is the best of a bargain bin at this point in time. Tell us our other options, please. I'd like to know what our op- other options are.
3: Uh, a walking pile of flaming dung.
2: Exactly.
3: And that's a better option. I, I've got a better chance of playing. Mina- <laughs> it's, it's got more of a role on this team.
2: It's, it's, the, the, listen, tell us we, why the guy averaged 17 and eight last year. Tell us why.
3: Perhaps you've heard of the the term empty calories. That's Christian Wood 2-A-T. The man puts up great numbers on garbage teams that win nothing, that go nowhere, that then try to move him and are willing to send out draft picks. I like that one, Joe. Look at that comment. That's right. Actually, you know what, Kurt? Let's make it a spork. Because a spork has useful has uses in all environments.
2: Happy 7-Eleven day.
3: A spork is more useful. A broken spork. You know how the, you, you get a spork and like two of the prongs always break off, and you're left with half a spork. That mm-hmm. that is more useful than Christian Wood on the Lakers. No, Intel Wild is exactly right. You're going to see a guy who's a volume shooter, who does not impact winning. Dallas traded him for him and they did they they sent out a first round draft pick. Do you know how high they value his contributions? Negative.
2: <laughs> well <laughs> they, tell us OY Sage at Castleton, Thompson,
3: the ghost of Ronnie Turio. Thompson?
2: You mean the guy that's headed for the YMCA?
3: Thompson? Give me a break. Guess what? Who's you know who's gonna be joining him? Christian Wood, as he plays on rec teams and gets is the last guy picked. I, you know, listen, it's it, it, sometimes you don't need flat for the 14th, 15th roster spot. You don't need flash. You don't need a name. You need a guy who's willing to get knocked down in practice. That's not Christian wood. You need a guy who's not going to like gripe about his role on this team. That's not Christian wood either. We shipped Thomas Bryant. We get, we paid to ship Thomas Bryant off because he griped. and, and uh, What's the difference? What's the difference between Thomas Bryan and Christian Wood Thomas Bryan is on the Miami Heat. and the Christian yeah, wood yeah exactly someone... Thomas well, Bryant is gonna play next next season well, you know wood again
2: what is our options we're asking for other options you're Castleton. talking about Thompson? Castleton
3: developing Castleton is an awesome option way beyond Christian Wood so you're throw a rookie
2: into this... the fire you're gonna throw a rookie into the fire and this team
3: for like seven minutes a game in garbage time
2: yes. Yes. Yes, I am. That is exactly you know, I'm, I'm what usually think. on your side That's on these fine. arguments I, with Laker Tom. I'm I usually Alamo on those it, man. I, I, I am Alamo not on the side with you
3: when it comes to this argument. Me and David uh, Crockett are just fine here in the Alamo. We, we, you know, we will, we will wait out the Mexican uh, Revolution come hell or high water. Until,
2: and let me ask you this, Intel. My, Myers-Leonard, when it comes to Myers-Leonard uh, and when it comes to Myers-Leonard, I just want to ask you one thing. They they worked him out, Sean, right here. Matt, don't you remember? They worked him out last year along with Tristan Thompson. Thank you, uh, Boogie Cousins and uh, some other individuals. And they didn't like him. They passed over him there. So obviously mm-hmm. what they saw they didn't like. So, again, Joe and Jamie and, and Sean – We're at the bottom of the bargain barrel here, and Christian Wood, again, however bad you say his attitude is, however bad you say his defense is, again, we we need someone that could go ahead and put it in the hole, and despite what you say, he has the ability to do just that. Yeah, but he's not going to play
3: on this team. Does anybody think he has a real role? Like, what's his role?
0: Starting center.
2: <laughs> no, pay. but Mark, you need you need one more big. That's why we're discussing this. The Lakers have two slots left. And Castleton, yes, that's great, but you know he's gonna be a foul magnet his first year in the league with the comes to the refs. They're not going to respect him at all. They're gonna call every if he even breathes on a power forward or a center, you know they're gonna call it on him. He's already got 24 fouls in the summer league. I mm-hmm. mean, look. You jump in the fire, or you,
3: or you, or you don't. Like I don't know. I, I listen. I, I, I'm, I'm about to put my loving daughter to bed. Uh, I just wanted to come. I just, I just, I just had to. I had to get this off my chest because I knew everybody was gonna be like, oh, Christian Wood, and I don't see it. Don't see the fit. Don't see the sense. Don't see him having much of a role uh, on the team. Everybody is feel free to disagree. Uh, I have Good a one, high search. degree of not having uh not, not caring
2: what anybody thinks about me or my opinion. So, <laughs> you know, no, Jamie, Jamie, that's why you're here. Well, I, I, as,
1: as far as it comes to his role and what his efficiency can be on the team. I mean, the ring came off your pudding can, my friend. It definitely sure. did.
2: But I just will say again, we do have all different opinions. That's why this show is still so great. And we love you having you here. And, of course, and and you're still going to host the show on Saturday, Lakerholics with with Laker Tom. Hopefully, oh yeah, right? I'm going to endure like an hour of. But,
1: but, but just James got to stop with the whole the whole weekend the whole weekend uh cell phone movement here. I <laughs> uh, hate <hey, laughs> like the weekend of the Super Bowl.
2: Before you head on out, do you have any performances you need to plug? Uh yes. No, but here come, here, come here,
3: come here, come here. I want you to say
2: say hi everybody. Hi. Hello. How are you? Happy 7-Eleven Day! Happy Amazon Prime Day! There you go.
3: What do you think about Christian Wood? What are your and opinions? there's
2: Wood. and up there, there's the
3: guy right there. I'm oh, his- good. Yeah, <laughs> ah, there. See, he, he he, my kid disagrees with me. I'm cool with that. I'm cool. Okay, you're wrong. Uh, there's a dude. you're wrong, so, <laughs> but that's okay. No, <laughs>
2: She called it. You know we're going to give her all the credit if he does come in and he does you play well. <laughs> you silly daddy. you silly. You're silly. And
3: to that I say,
2: bring it, bring it. Oh, no, hey, fair enough, <laughs> indeed. But once again, it is Jamie Sweet. Uh, five things. Right. Great to have you here, my friend. Uh, always good uh, to always. have you here. Let us, uh, we're going to be here if you can stay on, or if you need you need to go, just come back to us anytime you can. Yeah, I'll friends. see what
3: I can do. I mean, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll mute myself and give the phone to my kid while I brush my hair.
2: <laughs> Fair enough, indeed. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Jamie Sweet coming right there at you. Go ahead, and check him out today at LakerHolics.com. Joe Soro, again. Oh, there is his daughter right there. Okay, uh, Joe, how are you? How are you? <laughs> There you go. All right. <laughs> but while you you're
3: This is Tom and Jerry.
1: They're really, really, really. Oh, so... we're, we're, you're muted. That's
2: okay. Oh, you no, okay. not.
3: Joking. Yeah, we're watching Tom and Jerry here. You know, quality. Oh, uh,
2: okay. That's that's similar to what the Lakers do when they're playing against the Hornets. But when it comes to. Your exact... daddy
1: and, and Uncle Tom are Tom and Jerry sometimes. Yeah,
2: that, that's for sure. That's for sure indeed. Uh, Magic's still getting the shout outs. Everybody's happy he's back. Joe. Again, as I said what I hear with Christian Wood, I want to ask you say it just I don't know the options uh, you know I know uh, I know we have uh, search and destroy has has someone he's behind uh who also is out there Omar year seven the pickings are slim, my friend, and Christian Wood as we've said time and time again seems to be the only one that could actually deliver on a stage
0: the the <clears throat> The primary reason we need a bona a legitimate big next to AD, we've said this several times, is to protect him, protect him from having to do all the work down on the block. Even if the that player isn't a defensive player, and I'd like to think that Darvin Ham, with a full training camp, with the particular team that's been put together that they can figure out a way to help create that defensive team concept. I watched the 2008 Celtics team win a championship with two guys who were never known for their defense, Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. KG went into a different stratosphere. I know Tom Thibodeau was the, Defensive coach there, but Ray Allen and Paul Pierce were always known as guys that weren't very good on defense. So we've seen in the past, we've seen in the current, you know, in the present where if a good defensive concept is there and there's offense to kind of come uh, go with that, then there's going to be some options there to teach or guide a struggling defensive player into something that maybe might be at least average. If he could just give us an average effort, be somebody that uh, a team can at least have to think about, which Christian Wood, I believe, is, has a wingspan of, what, 7'2"? Mm-hmm. Put your hands up, for God's sakes. You do have AD next to you, so if you need him to be the weak side guy, you, you, you know, I think it's a little easier that way. I just don't want AD to have to worry about the center that can't play defense and then a... The Andrew Russell, who can't play defense, and then a Gabe Vic, uh, Vincent, who might run into a size issue with a big guard like, I don't know, Cam Whitmore? <laughs> I wanted to see what Sean said. Of course, he left. But there is no options, Jamie. It doesn't yes. if he stinks. And, and the thing is, he doesn't. You can't stink, even if it's empty stats. When you're scoring, when you've scored 17 points, 18 points a game, had 10 rebounds, and shot 39% from three, this guy can stretch the offense. Stretch the offense. He, he's got that capability. If he flames out, get rid of him then. But you have to give it a shot. It's the only shot you have at getting someone that actually has the ta- some talent that you might need. That's it. There's nothing else. You're getting it for the veteran minimum just not going to be a bad deal either way, even if he stinks. Is he going to disease the team? A, I
3: think he's going to gripe about his role. I think he'll be like, wham, not starting, or wham, not the focal point, or wham, whatever. You know, if uh, I mean, I'm just looking at track record. You know, like, young player, scores, scores ball well, shoots percentages high, shooting percentage high, no team wants him. Those
0: things don't add up.
3: That's that's, that's that's a math problem that just doesn't add up. Okay, so
0: uh, let's talk about the common sense factor. Again, he might not have any common sense, but let's just say he does. Let's say he comes to L.A. and has common sense, just like Dwight Howard and, to some degree, R- Rayjean Rondo had in 2020. Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard, known as problem ch- ch- problem guys, right? They were just napalming every team they were on the last few years before they came to L.A., if Christian Wood wants a big contract, this is guy's 27. That's the other big thing. If he was 32, 33, I'd be like, ah, it's over. But this guy wants to play for at least one more big contract. I, you know, call me naive. I think if he doesn't sign for a big contract, which I don't know who the heck can give him a contract other than Dallas or do some kind of sign and trade, he's got to know, hey, man, I better be a good boy this year so that I can get what I need next year.
1: So, so. There's no way, no way. Oh, and by the
2: way, hold on. What
1: hold on, hold on. No, hold
2: no, on. no, what jersey? Well, they're asking Wait. what jersey we're rocking, rocking. There you go. All right. Kareem, Bye.
1: Kareem Home. Thank you very much, Gerald. I was going to say, there's no way in hell anyone's going to uh, do a sign and trade for Christian Wood because remember, the minimum years you have on a sign and trade are three. And he, it, it wouldn't be financial financially feasible for him to do that either. So I I understand what you're saying, Jamie. And basically I was echoing those comments like throughout, basically looking at both sides of it. I would just say this, a huge motivator in any for job security is fear. So the, the fear Christian Wood has, and it's obvious from his tweets is that this is it for him. If he screws up this year and has a bad attitude, that's it. He will never get another chance at a big contract again. So I think Joe Joe's statement about him being motivated to be on his best behavior, I think that's that's a hundred percent true. Now I'm with you. The, the track record says yeah he'll 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 might line up his p's and q's for you, but then. You know, as soon as he starts getting in his feelings, starts getting the ick a little bit. Well, the ick is my playing time, or the ick is you know I don't like my role, or that's that's an issue too. But to wrap it up with what Gerald was saying, he is going to be only signing a vet min. So if he is if he is being a problem, he could just let him go.
3: Yeah, I'm I, I I'm I'm fully aware. I guess what I'm saying is, you know, if you know, we we, we put Darvin Ham through Russell Westbrook and mm. then it turned out Thomas Bryant and he was able to navigate that and like keep the team together and get us to the Western Conference Finals. Why would we not just give him every possible tool to succeed now and not make it harder? Not well, to, have him deal to, with the locker room
1: To be fair to Christian Wood, I, I, I found something interesting here. So again, this is this is twenty-one twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Um Jokic led the league with double doubles with sixty six. Christian Wood was fifteenth in the NBA with thirty-three in sixty eight games played. That's pretty good. That's almost a double double every two games. I I, I would take that. Production as a backup center every day and twice on Sunday. and Plus he considering... plays the forward
2: position as well. People forget he's a forward center.
1: Yes. And considering the fact that he had more double doubles than the following players that year Jared Allen, Julius Randle, DeAndre Ayton, jet, so Nertic, Pascal Siakam, Russell Westbrook, Bam Adebayo, Ivica Zubats. LaMelo Ball, Jason Tatum. So we're talking about him having production as a double-double on par or even better than some all-NBA players. So we know the production is there for him. And I, I don't think anybody would really, uh, really like poo-poo the idea that that he's going to be our backup center and backup power forward as well, Gerald. I I really think, like you said, beggars can't be choosers. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
2: Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place?
1: I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like It has become a staple of American entertainment.
2: I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. It is truly appreciated that you're watching us and listening. Please like and subscribe to get the latest notifications And when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break. We are talking Summer League and all the action going on here. And I guess before we get to Pascal Siakam, we'll continue this discussion, because I also got an email, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, from Rudel, saying that we're a little bit critical on some of the things going on in Summer League. Uh, first up is that I did get his height wrong. Demoy Hodges is 6'4". I quoted him as 6'3". So 6'4", I'm sorry about the inch. Incorrection on there, I'm sorry. He does look smaller than everyone out there on the court. So 6'4 might be a little bit of a height-adjusted thing going on because he did, when I saw him live, look comparatively smaller to everyone else out there on the court as an off guard. So I'm just going to give you that. And we talked about how he has skills. I liked his shot. But in the numbers game, I'm not sure unless he blows up in the G League that he's actually going to get a chance with the Lakers just because there's so much depth right now in the Lakers. and I would not know exactly where he would find the spot, uh, you know, outside of a two-way, but I'm hoping he'll progress and get that opportunity maybe later this year.
1: And you know what, Gerald, I think that if the opportunity doesn't present itself for the Lakers, Mm -hmm. they will give him an opportunity. If someone else wants to give him a shot because he is turning 25 this December. So he's an older player on a two-way.
2: Well, I will say again that, you know, I appreciate Rodell's uh, actually his, a lot of his thoughts. Scotty Pippen Jr. I know through the wire I was asking about Scotty Pippen Jr. Scotty Pippen Jr. is on the summer league team, but he hasn't played yet. And I don't see him playing unless uh, the, the Lakers decide to sit down a lot of people. Uh, I know that there's a possibility they could sit down Max Christie. I'm hoping not. I was not hoping for Victor Wemiyama, especially because I'm going to Summer League tomorrow. I did not want to go ahead and see him, him gone. I know the San Antonio's playing today, but I wanted him to see him throughout the week, you know, at Summer League. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Joe or, or Sean, did either of you mention that you wanted to see Victor, you know, that we've seen enough of Victor. I just said that we had seen a good play, and I think that I said that the Spurs have seen enough of Victor at Summer League.
1: Yes, you did, Gerald. You did say that, yes. It wasn't a case of um, the fans um, getting their fill of victor. It was that the Spurs had seen enough, and they're not going to uh, take any chances. And why would they? Um, no. But then again, a lot of teams are doing that. The Houston Rockets allowed Jabari Smith to play that uh, that game. He hits the game-winning shot, and then his reward after the game is, yeah, your summer league's over with. Yeah, I think with him. Scottie
2: Pippen, Well, I think with Scottie Pippen Jr. I think so the fact that that it's a telling sign, J.E. and everybody else out there, that's a Scottie Pippen Jr. fan, that he's not played at all, and he's on that roster. I think that speaks volumes about the, what the organization Joe thinks of him. I mean, Scottie Pippen Jr. slight of build, slight of height, uh, very fancy with the pass, sometimes overly so. And uh, I will say that uh, Jamie Sweet says, uh, tell Sean and Joe they're awesome and intelligent. Still don't think Christian Wood has a place on our team. But that was his parting shots. But he had to go take care of some things with his daughter, truly pushing him stopping by. But your thoughts, though, on Scottie Pippen Jr. Does not look like he'll make the team anytime soon, that he'll have to find another place in this league.
0: No, unfortunately, Jared. You know, you know, unfortunately, he just doesn't have the skill set. I don't think he would have had the skill sets even 20 years ago. If you no. shoot and you're, yeah,
2: card, he, yeah.
0: you're 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 not tall, you can't get to the basket. You take too many chances. It's just it's just not. He's just unfortunately not an NBA player. And the fact that he's gone as far as he has uh, is a testament to uh, you know good bloodline and and you know right place right time. People trying to see what he's got and see if he can improve. That's a, it's, that's a, that's essentially what Junior is going to be at, at this point.
2: Uh, I will say to devotion, uh, two things. First off, you made an inquiry about uh, times. We're going to try and start some shows uh, here in the next few weeks a little <laughs> earlier, but I cannot, I cannot guarantee that because of, of Joe's and my family schedule and our work schedules. Uh, they don't always line up, so I will try, uh, but I cannot promise anything. But we will make the effort to go ahead and have some shows earlier for you. Tomorrow's show, because it's a post game, unfortunately, will be like around this time again. So I do apologize, but we're going to have to go ahead and try and do what we can. But you know, us on the West Coast, uh, and the thing is, only Magic Man's on the East Coast for us. So uh, again, we'll try to make sure and try to slot some a little bit earlier times now and then and sprinkle them in, of course, over the course of the summer, and we'll see what we can do there. But it is the Lakers fast break. The other thing that you were asking about devotion in the world's best Lakers chat that's out there is does Castleton have a legit shot at getting meaningful minutes this season? Joe, I'm going to hit it back to you first and then I'll go to Sean Castleton's done a great job. I I was kind of mad. It's to the point where I got mad that Sam Vecini on an athletic podcast uh, did not even mention him as one of the outstanding rookies so far at summer league i was really miff that's how well he's doing for the league for the for the Lakers the thing is though the fouls i mentioned the fouls and this to Jamie as well it's going to be a hard pitch for darvin ham to play a rookie see max christie and for you know play a rookie without injuries if you're not don't have a ton of injuries for them to play a rookie who will most likely be in foul trouble a great portion of the time
0: Castleton will likely get playing time in that window when AD is not playing. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there's a soreness in his foot, they want to have him sit for maybe a couple of weeks. I see them bringing him up and playing him a little more. Because
2: on the two way, he has like 40 games, correct?
0: Right. I think it's 40. I think it's
1: 45. 45.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, and then at that point, they'll get a chance to show his skills against NBA talent, uh, likely be like Zubach was first couple of years in the league where he was getting dunked on left and right, or he can be aggressive and just, if they're going to call a foul on me, I might as well earn it. And that's, yeah. that's, that's just what he has to go through. Uh, he doesn't have the high draft skill set, but he could have the, what he seems to be. I don't even know if we can call it an anomaly anymore. I mean, he, he could be the next non-drafted stud that we're going to be getting here that's going to show itself here in the next couple of years, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm definitely okay. It's the same agent as Austin Reeves, so yeah. kind of gave him that same. I hope
2: lightning strikes twice.
0: If, if it does, it's a huge, huge position uh, that the Lakers would would be able to take advantage of in a couple of years. If you've noticed that the contracts that they've signed, Gabe Vincent and uh, uh, and the eventual extension to AD and then the drafting of Hood Shafino, the Lakers are already preparing for post LeBron and they're going to expect these guys after 2025 to be contributors to the next team and I'm assuming the Lakers in 2025. I haven't really looked at who might be available then, but the, I think I think Rob is preparing for LeBron's exit that summer and bringing in a star that same summer.
2: Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is magic, magic. and it's easy. It's
0: easy when you have. See, here's the. Other thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll finish up here real quick. It's easy to. What was that?
2: I said no worries. I said I well I could say happy 711 day, but I said no worries. Go ahead. Well, happy
0: 711 day to those who didn't get railroaded by 711. I did. Of course you did. That's what these guys do. They don't care out of if,
2: out of order. Out of yeah, order. out of
0: order. You know, I I've, again, I've been there. I get a Slurpee when my kids want one. It's not all the time, but I'll get a Slurpee maybe 3 or 4 times a year and Four out of what is it? Uh, they have six now, I think. Selections. It's three of them always off. Anyways, I mean these guys yeah. have no idea. They, they don't give a damn about you or their Slurpee or what flavors there. are again, you might as well be talking, you know, Swahili to these guys. They don't give two craps. But the Lakers are in preparation of building a team of good role players. And- I would pay, I would pay a lot of money.
1: I'm talking a lot of money. To see you talk Swahili. I just want to say that. Would you
0: be willing to learn? I I will. I will learn to say some words, I guess, and come back on the show. (laughs) Maybe say welcome to Lakers fast breakers. Yes. Sean,
2: Sean, he takes Venmo just to let you know.
0: Oh, oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Prefer Uh, Zello. As do I, as do I. The, 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 uh, the structure of of the future is already starting. Uh, the The scouting department and the future leader of the Lakers or leaders are the bus uh, kids, Jesse and I always forget the other guy's name. Joey. Joey. Yeah, of course, Joey. I'm Joey, and forget Joey. But but the I think everybody. I think it's in good hands. I think we're in good hands, and I think Rob is going to continue to play an integral part in the the development of the next phase of the Lakers. Uh, And we're at a position right now where we're going to get a chance to see if the Lakers can win and then rebuild immediately after that to a title contender again. But this is going to come down to AD being effective here in the next year or two as well. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out.
2: I will say though, Magic, it is uh, great to have you here back again in the mix. People are just loving the fact that you're here. I will ask though that Harry Giles, whose name was mentioned in the mm-hmm. uh, in the chat room, uh, he did work out along with several other, I'll call them veterans. Uh, I don't know if you want to what you want to call Dion Waiters at this stage, but he was one of the individuals. They were at various workouts here in the city, Las Vegas, trying to impress the scouts because, you know, all the whole NBA is here. So they're trying to go ahead and find their way back into the league. Harry Giles name was named. But, man, two devastating knee injuries, mm-hmm. you know, at the at, just before even he started his NBA career have real dera- really derailed him. He never found a place in this league. He never found a place in rotation uh you know he had one you know, you know i think it was a portland or sacramento that he really a,
1: it sacramento yeah
2: yeah you know, where he played a little bit but yeah it just they didn't want to keep him so
1: no yeah
2: i just don't think again when you have a guy that scored 17 and 8 last year on an nba team i don't care if it was fool's gold i don't care if it was uh, shot money i don't care if it was on a losing team and all that the fact is even if he gives you 12 and 5 That's 12 and five. You probably get more than you would get from Bismack Biambo and Harry Giles and all these other guys who are just at the end of their careers.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, uh, you know, and and it's unfortunate. Um, but no, Gerald losing, losing one year of your athletic prime sucks. And I know there, there's a lot of, um, talk, with young baseball players and, uh, you know, there's this flipping idea that, well, you know, if a kid, if a kid's elbow bursts, uh, when he's 16 or 17, that can be a good thing. Oh, get out of here. Get like, get out of here. Uh, a lot of these men, you know, don't, don't want to lose any years of their athletic prime, but losing one is tough losing two. It, it almost feels like you're, you're, you're at the bottom of a mountain, Gerald, and you have to climb back up just to uh, get back to where you were. It just felt like he was behind the eight ball the entire time. Um, unfortunately, you know, he was drafted by an organization at that point that was completely dysfunctional and had a tendency, Vladdy, <coughs> Vladdy, <coughs> to overevaluate certain players. And you know, he, j- I think, he just thrusted certain personalities in the situations they weren't ready to handle yet and uh, as you aptly put Gerald uh, you know Sacramento was was a problem for him and he he's tried to resurrect his career but I gotta be honest I I wish him the best but I I really don't see uh any meaningful role for him on the Lakers
2: I agree. Uh, Z couldn't have said it better myself. Biombo has zero offense, Joe. And honestly, I prefer Wood with either AD or Jackson, according to Z, as he can shoot valuable in the regular season. That's that's what I meant. This is a regular season move. If the Lakers are going to get, get Wood or something comparable to Christian Wood, it is for the regular season. If he gives you anything in the playoffs, that's just icing on the cake. If he lasts to the passage beyond the trade deadline and he's still a good contributor. That's icing on the cake. If he continues to play a role for this team and contributes in the playoffs again, that's icing on the cake.
1: Yeah, I agree drill. Like, no, I I don't think any, any one of us who are realistically asking, you know, a uh, Laker fans who might be on the fence or dismissive about it to just look at it this way. He is going to be an important part of this team. He'll have a role. He'll be cemented in that role. Uh, It won't change. And nobody's expecting him to play meaningful minutes in the playoffs. We all know that. But there is an 82 regular season game slog. And it really 83
2: if you win the NBA (laughs) Cup.
1: Correct. I stay corrected. 83 now. And as Joe has said, if you got to play two playing games, that's that's 85 games. So it is a long slog. And when you get into the dog days in February and March, you need a guy like that who can kind of pick up the slack or um, at least carry some of the load for other people who need a rest. I mean, nobody should overlook that. I mean, if you can reduce LeBron James and Anthony Davis's minutes by, say, if Christian well,
2: Joe, Wood... Joe is targeting under 30, correct, Joe? Well, there,
1: yeah, I, and I mean... For, here's for LeBron, at least, is that correct? You, AD
2: if, is still young enough for 30, If you brought in high.
1: Christian Wood, and let's say he played 70 games and he was healthy, he's shaving off you know, five to 10 minutes a game of minutes that would have been uh, taken up by LeBron and or AD. I mean, okay. look at it that way. He is saving them miles that we need saved for a long trek. Because Jackson
2: Hayes is only going to give you 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, too. that's that it. What you he, yeah. he
1: is a truck. That's what Jackson Hayes is, a truck can do a lot for you, but it's only going to well, get Lake, you so far. Laker
2: Tom calls him a stretch five, so no, we won't
1: go there. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Um, Are you if Jackson, serious? If Jackson Five, if Jackson Hayes is stretch five, William H Macy would be on the people's list of the beautiful person in the world. He he. There
2: was one year, Joe. He was like twenty. Uh, I mean, he hasn't shot over. He hasn't shot a hundred threes in his career. But he had one year where he shot like. Uh, twenty out of fifty-seven or something like that. Uh, and and yeah, that was that's the saving grace. Uh, last yeah, that, year, last that, year he was like twelve percent or ten percent from behind the arc, and he only took like five gee, or seven shots. Yeah.
1: Gee, I wonder what was missing from from that. Oh, it was his six-four power forward who can average twenty-four, twelve, and eight and control the game. All right,
2: Intel, you got it. Uh, I tried to pass it over to Joe earlier, but Sean's so eager as well. We're so eager to talk to you. It's the Lakers fast break. Joe, your thoughts on this because it still seems to be an issue and a sore spot for the you know where everybody out there, Intel, uh, you know, is talking about it. They want to hear from you. Tears of joy needs an LFB hoodie. Everybody out there is talking about the LFB. I will be at tomorrow's game, and if you want to go up and say hi or you know snap a photo or whatnot, I'm more than happy to go ahead and do that with you. I'd be honored. Your thoughts, though, on I again, Joe. You've been very adamant. Christian Wood is the only alternative for you at this point.
0: It is there. It's not just me. It's it's what's available. The as far as the uh, I'm gonna answer this question real quick for for everyone. Merchandise. I already got the specs, and man, the hoodie. You guys just look. So you guys know I don't buy cheap stuff, even stuff that i have that's recreational i like i like stuff that lasts just to give you guys an idea of what i mean i have been wearing my and you guys have seen it on here you've seen my polo simblades and you've seen my hoodie short sleeve hoodie blade shirt i have worn four to five of those every day for the last year and if you look at those shirts they still look the same as when i bought them so just letting you guys know reason why it's taken a while is because I don't mess around when it comes to digs. I like the things looking. I like functionality, but I also like stuff that lasts. Not buying something. Yeah. Joe,
1: is, Joe is like Vincent from Collateral. He wants something that's nondescript, but very nice.
0: I, 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 in college, I had my college friends would always laugh at me because I didn't wear any logos. Except for my teams, right? And I have a, a Nike shirt, but it's a mundane, just with a swoosh or whatever. But more often than not, I'd wear just blank shirts. And they're like, "What? What the hell is this? Why are you always wearing blank shirts?" And I'm like, "Why not? What? I gotta have a dragon here so I can show how cool I am?" Like, no, man. I like, I'm, 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 I'm I'd like to be unassuming and just look, look, look normal. I don't need to be flashy. I don't want this big. What was the one those affliction shirts? Remember that? Those were real popular. Oh yeah, years ago. I mean, this that this, that stuff was so busy. I'm like, I don't look like that. I don't look like that. Look. <laughs> no. So you guys are gonna get some bad ass gear, and the logo on this gear is gonna make it even more badass because our logo, as you guys can see it over there. I mean, come on. I w- We went through. Three months of getting it perfect. And- Although,
2: well, let me ask you this, though. Okay, you guys and gals out there, make sure you buy it. We appreciate it. Anything that you can do to help support us here at the LFB. But please, if you're going to go ahead and rob a nail salon and have everybody ignore you and you're embarrassed, you can actually end up walking out, make sure you don't wear... LFB clothing, like the guy wearing a Clippers hat that got embarrassed when he walked into the, uh, trying to rob a nail salon, all the customers ignored him. He's going around like this. And then he gave up. He just stood like this shrugged his shoulders and walked on out. So it's on the news. <laughs> it was actually popped last week. I wanted to confirm, and I just saw it again. It is a Clippers hat he's wearing. So well, it, that, it that, that, I'm sorry
0: with all due res- with all due respect to, to, to the people in LA to some degree Uh I mean, no one takes the Clippers or anything Clippers serious, so let's be honest. And this
2: is in Atlanta when it happened. The, the, the
0: acronym LFB can also mean something else that would probably put us, you know, something up your rear. Uh, you guys can figure <laughs> out what that means. But the the gear is going to be nice. You're going to like it, and it's going to be easy to buy. By the way, I'm not making a dime. I'm setting this up so you guys can choose what you want to do here. I'm not making a dime out of this. Uh, Don't plan on making, don't want to make a dime on this. The only time this show will make money is when it's a next level show. Next level show, just like any other big show on ESPN or, you know, Joe Rogan, Spotify, whatever. That's, that's when that's, to me, that's the the money coming out of an advertiser or a legitimate money giver. Uh, I don't. I don't particularly. Again, this is just me, guys. Not, not speaking for Gerald or or Sean. I believe that when you're involved in any kind of money situation, you want to make sure that you don't lose yourself. You don't lose who you are. If you're going to sponsor something, at least for me, this is me. I would prefer to have something that I actually do use or stand by. I'm not going to be Michael Jackson where I don't drink Pepsi, yet I'm getting paid a billion dollars to sponsor them. I think that's kind of shallow to me. So if we're getting sponsored, let's say, by um, Code Red Mountain Dew. Now, I don't drink a lot of Code Red Mountain Dew, but...
2: Why not Prime? Because that will kill everybody.
0: I've drank Prime. It's not... I, I don't know what that's deal, what six.
2: I, I was sorry, I said 12. It's actually six cans of Coke, Sean. I'm okay, sorry. so
0: petting my cat. Oh, my you heard God, a car company wants to sponsor Gerald. the show. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Again, this is still Gerald's show. So, really, he has to make this call. But I'm going to be honest with you if Buick hits us up and says, Joe, we want you in a Buick talking about the Lakers, I'm going to be like, no. <laughs>
2: what about if it's us in the you bring a out? Toyota
0: Tacoma or any Toyota Chevy because I own those cars now I'll be a Mercedes I I mean I'll, I'll be honest on that one there are some that I've liked but so what
2: if Lamborghini
0: stopped I did I did one? go into a Mercedes once and I kind of like you know did a goof like taking a picture like you know like this <laughs> douchebag I mean I, I, I never went into another, another one again so I, (laughs) so to to, to keep this simple, we want you guys representing, that's really ultimately what this is, we want to brand LFB, and you guys are going to help in that, in that respect. People at the store, or wherever you go, are going to go, what's LFB, what's LFB, and you're going to tell them, well, it's, (laughs) it's our show, baby, it's what what we do. So, back to the basketball uh, question that you had, Uh, you're, you're, you're asking about, choices this is a this is this is not we there is no choice i mean jamie can sit there on his throne and say you are not good enough to whomever we're talking about but it doesn't matter we have no choice and while we have movable contracts the more I've actually sat down and looked at the roster, because I just got an update on Hoops Hype. I go to Hoops Hype a lot for uh, the, the contract numbers, and they finally updated.
2: Sport track is also good, just to let you know. That
0: That is good as well. I just think uh, Hoops Hype has a, it's a much quicker look when I need to get numbers right away. It's a little easier to navigate. So the Hoops Hype numbers for the current contracts with the roster say that, Who the hell is going to want the players we have without us adding draft picks? The answer is no one. So if the Lakers are to make a trade at the deadline, there's really only two ways it happens to where it benefits the Lakers. In in a way where you're like, whoa, oh yeah, now the Lakers are going to be, they're going to finish this off really well the next 25 games and then go into the playoffs with some moment with some firepower it's gotta be a guy that demands to go to la and the lakers dropping a 29 and a 31 on top of that with d'angelo or or your Rui or whatever but i don't just don't see that happening and then the other is maybe like a role player maybe a role player maybe just Kind of this something here where like, you know what we kind of need a we need a, a point guard right now and D'Angelo isn't the best but hey you know what we're going to be getting into the playoffs and he actually could help us maybe win a round or something and then we get a player that we feel you know what this center might work this this big might actually help us work because D'Angelo isn't playing well it's going to have to be something like that other than that sorry Jamie uh, Christian Wood I believe because we do have a track record in this. I'm going off that Christian would want to call him a malcontent. Want to call him someone who's going to whine about his, his playing time. You're probably right, but common sense tells me, unless he's got something loose in his head, is he going to really jeopardize the next big contract? Because he feels like, I just don't see it. I don't see it. And that's, that's where I stand on it. Uh,
2: J E I want to say right now, when it comes to pool Jordan pool, if you've got, if you play fantasy basketball, you know, that's something we're going to do again this year is the Lakers fast break fantasy book uh, basketball league. We, you know, we also play fantasy football here, of course, as well, but fantasy basketball, I will say though, that you want to get Jordan pool on the team. Cause I think he's going to go 20, uh, maybe five, six assists, but he's going to score at least 20 points a game on that team. He's just going to be chucking up shots. Him and Kuzma are just going to be chucking up shots on there. They'll have free reign to, to go ahead and do what they want. But magic man, when it comes to, the final say for what tomorrow is because tomorrow is the next game right here around 6 p.m. Playback.tv slash so Sacred's Fast Freak, uh, Fast Break. Magic Man and Joe Sorrel will be part of the coverage. I will be at the game. And since the Thomas and Mac has the worst Wi Fi imaginable, as we <laughs> experienced on Sunday, I will not be part of that coverage. But I hope to be on with the guys for the post game. I'll set it up and hopefully the guys can knock it out on out until I get there to join up. Uh, I will say, though, what are some of the keys that you're looking for tomorrow? Uh, It looks like Max Christie is not being held out, so it looks like he'll be there. What are some of the things that you'll be looking for for tomorrow's development?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I I realize it's just summer league, but every time we play the Boston Celtics, Gerald, I get revved up. My blood starts to boil. I just want to beat them. I don't care if it's an exhibition game in Dubai. I don't care if we're in Chile. I don't care if we're in South Wales. I don't care if uh I have to wait a couple hours at a Scottish pay toilet if their Lakers and Celtics are playing. I will wait and root my ass off for the Lakers to just beat them down. And I don't care that it's Summer League. So I hope uh they kinda get like You know, a little initiation into this rivalry and realize it's just important to beat them, just to beat them. Um, I hope Colin Castleton uh, continues his great play drill. You know, everybody had their best game of uh, the Summer League, I thought, except for Cole Swider. Not sure if we'll get that same effort from everyone again, but uh, you'd expect, you know, Max, Max, Colin, I would probably say, uh JHS is probably gonna get a big chunk of minutes as well. Maxwell you Lewis, you do. mean? Yeah, and Maxwell Lewis, I expect him to play maybe not 30 minutes. I don't think he's broken 30 minutes yet, Drill, but uh no. hopefully he will this game.
2: They actually for a while I was noticing, and I was talking about this with Stone Hansen, they actually put him on the bench for quite a stretch in Sunday's mm-hmm. game. And yeah. I was puzzled why that was because he was doing pretty good, and they just they got him, they made him cold. You know, because they just put him on the bench for so long, and he finally came back and struggled a little bit for for a few couple of minutes before putting it back into gear and Absolutely. overall he had a solid game. It's just weird how they they're doing these lineups was, during, yeah. during summer league.
1: It was maybe that was that was pre planned before the game, but yeah, it was just it was a little be- was a little befuddling. Yes, I agree, hundred percent.
2: And Scottie Pippen Jr. is is not part of the rotation, although we may see him tomorrow in the no, final think- game on Friday. So we'll see.
1: I think a big clue for everybody is that um, Damien Ball has gotten a lot of minutes as, yes. uh, as the uh, backup primary point guard outside of uh, J- uh, Jalen. So I think that was a big indicator. And Gerald had mentioned that, that Scotty Pippen Jr is probably on his way out with the Lakers.
2: Yeah, probably. I, I mean, and, I mean, when you're not playing any of the games, Joe, you know, and Sean's already alluded to there, you know. Scotty Pippen Jr. looks like he's on his way out. It just—he's too small, can't shoot, and he when he passes, he's fancy with his passes, but sometimes he's turnover happy as well.
0: Uh, you know, not—it's not from not trying. It's yeah. Just physically, I don't think there's much he can do there, and you don't have, you don't have he don't have—he doesn't have a first step. He doesn't. Shoot well. I guess he could improve his shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how dedicated he is to dropping a thousand to two thousand shots a day. Most of these guys don't do that kind of stuff, but it's just what it is. And he's,
1: he's like, he's uh, like, no one's disrespecting Scotty Pippa Jr. here. And like, he is a bubble NBA player. You know how good you have to be to be a bubble NBA player? Like, really, really good. But I think that's just going to be the way the ball bounces for him for his entire career. Gerald, I think he'll definitely play in the NBA again. It, it, How many players are
2: there now? How many people on the planet play NBA basketball? Four hundred fifty, yeah. I think, just, roughly.
1: That's it. It's four hundred fifty. Make it are called. That's very few. A lot of call. A lot are called in this game. Few are chosen.
2: We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. It is Joe Sorrell along with Magic Man Sean Grice and me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Before we head and out, I did want to cover again that I will be at the game, so we you want to go ahead and, and uh, say hi, I'm more than happy to say hi to you. I, I really, truly appreciate it. If you watch the show and you come by and and, and uh, tell me your thoughts on the Lakers live in person, I'm more than happy to meet you, and in fact, it'd be a great honor for me as well. But guys, before we head on out, uh, I do want to talk about Pascal Siakam, who's the hot name now right there on the trade market, Joe, because you know, we heard Dame, they're going to take a while. Portland says they're just going to go ahead and bite their time for the bright offer. We're in no hurry. Then you hear James Harden, you know, as far as Daryl Morey, says, oh, I'm in no hurry either. So the NBA rumor mill has got to keep on churning, and it's churning right now in Toronto with Pascal Siakam.
0: The interested parties from what I've heard is Indiana and Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta could definitely use Siakam, and that could that could be second round, possibly Eastern Conference final opportunity if everything plays the way it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Trey Young doesn't jettison his third coach because his feelings are not rolling the way he wants. They signed
2: Snyder to a five year, so I don't think he's going
0: anywhere. Else. Uh, there, there's, there's. I would say that's pretty much a stamp by Atlanta telling Trey Young, this is your last chance. If you don't like Quinn Snyder, then you're likely going to be gone. And whether that's bad or good for him, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's a, he's a star and he'll, there's 29 teams. that would love to have him. I'm sure.
2: I got a team for you though. Think about this one for a second. Oklahoma city. They could throw anything and everything. Young players, talented players, 500 draft picks at Toronto. And get they can get him and OG Ananobi if they wanted to make a push right I now. I actually
0: thought, since you brought the Thunder up, I thought that would be a really good spot for Siakam. You have an NBA champion, uh, someone with obvious skills, and you have a very young team with a lot of young talent on it. I would say, and just knowing uh, Masai and how tight his, you know what is, uh, <laughs> He's going to want a deal that he obviously wants and doesn't want to. He's kind of like Danny Ainge in that he wants to pillage and scalp you in a a trade, which is probably why he's been losing all his guys with no compensation. Uh, Let's see if he learns his lesson this time and gets some value from that. And for Oklahoma City to make a trade like that, uh, that would propel them to maybe being f- a possible force in the Western Conference playoffs, which says a lot considering how how deep it is, and it just seems like it keeps getting deeper and deeper here. But the Pacers, I don't know, man. Would, would, would that make a difference? Are they giving up Miles Turner in that deal? Are they just doing healed in a package of draft picks? I don't really know what Toronto's going to end up doing there. To me, I don't know why they would trade him anyways. Why not just keep him? Why not just kind of build, build, build this next phase of the Toronto Raptors with Scotty Brooks and and try to improve the team from there by having one of your staples, one of your championship players that 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 obviously has developed really well up there.
2: I agree with you. Jerris Walker has looked Z uh, in summer league so far, and but you know again, rookies how You don't know how long they're going to be or how well they're going to and how fast they're going to develop. Magic, man, I've got another team for you in mind, because I think OKC could be a player anytime they choose to be because, you know, they can't get free agents there. So that's what they have to do is they have to trade. And I think that would make them a playoff team. I really think that would make a playoff team. But how about this team, my friend? New Orleans, they have a lot of assets. Mm. They have a lot of draft picks pair him alongside Zion who says in this recent podcast uh, on a recent podcast appearance that he's going to refocus and, and understand now he's a little bit older, a little bit wiser understands exactly what some of the issues are with him and why he hasn't succeeded. So supposedly, you know, I'm paraphrasing there, but your thoughts about pairing Siakam with Zion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very interesting. Gerald um... Brandon
2: Ingram and some draft picks.
1: Uh, yeah, I think the, to me it seems like Masai would ask for for probably uh, Dylan Daniels or uh, or Tyson uh, Daniels. Uh, yeah or uh, or Murphy to also be be included in the deal. I, Troy Murphy the third. Yeah, either one of those guys plus Brandon Ingram plus picks because as as Joe has has said, like I know a lot of Raptors fans personally and. You know, oftentimes they'll 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 talk only about Masai because of the the championship, obviously. But he does have a reputation of being, you know, squeezing you, uh, squeezing every amount of juice, even if even if the uh, fruit isn't ripe, he will try and win the deal. And Gerald, I think the Pelicans would be a good match for the Raptors because Masai and David Griffin have. Uh, made trades in the past they do have a previous working relationship and New Orleans needs to put an athletic power forward around Zion whether or not he's disciplined and he loses some weight and becomes more of a, a balanced um, person the the case remains is that he, this is still a big man um, I, I would still be concerned about like foot and knee issues, even if he if he was two hundred and seventy pounds and and built like uh, Adonis. that would still concern me. I think somebody like Pascal Siakam is a safety valve for him. You can you can put Zion on the bench, and Pascal has also shown himself to be probably a top 10 most versatile player in the league, Gerald. He's uh, a very underrated distributor. He almost had uh, seven assists last year um, as an average. So he is fundamentally sound. He does things, you're right, uh, that around Zion would be advantageous for them, especially with the kind of shooting they have. It's just, will they pull the trigger, right? Would they do that? Would OKC do that? I think OKC is in a position where I think it's still a year or two away for them. And they still have but they have
2: 35 draft picks they they have to go ahead and burn in the next seven
0: years. 35. I
1: I know, but if you bring in Pascal Siakam, what does that
0: do for Chet Holmgren's development? And that's that's a good point, especially considering Pascal has led the league in minutes played the last two seasons. Yeah, very well, this very guy tough. plays. He's not a guy that. I mean, I, I know we're. I know this is still a sh- kind of patting a guy on the back for playing seventy-one games. Is
1: well, it's just like honor, guys like Pascoe, and Bridges show up. Like the durability is an issue for guys like that.
2: And he is in the last year of his contract, so you will not get as much of that. Say if he's already in his third or fourth year. And,
1: and you brought up something very, very interesting, Gerald. If you're going to take on Pascal Siakam, if I'm Masai Ujiri, you're going to take on OG too. Yep. Last year as well. Because I want cap relief. And if you want Pascal so bad, you're going to take OG too. Boy, that if they were on the Thunder, that would speed up
2: that process. If they were on the, the Pelicans... It all depends on Zion. Everything depends on Zion when it comes to New Orleans. Okay, I don't care what assets they give up in the deal. They obviously won't give up Zion, Joe. Uh, I just think, uh, Joe, when it comes to it, uh, like Sean says, you know, it's tantalizing. But I just don't. They have plenty of assets. They to make the trade, just like OKC. Okay, I don't think they will because just the fact is, I don't think we're willing to give up that much. They value their talent there sometimes a little bit too much, and that's the problem. You fall in love with your talent that you think is going to get you to the promised land but in actuality might just not only be that it might it might not be as good as you think it is even though it is still pretty good your thoughts though on on uh, the possibility of New Orleans becoming a factor for Pascal Siakam
0: i think Zion and him play i wouldn't say they play a similar role but i don't i don't know how Siakam isn't really a center and Zion isn't really a center so how does in a, in a in a positionless league, I, I get the
2: and they would most likely have to give up Valencia because he's also in the last year of his contract. Then I
0: don't, I just don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see Pascal working, especially if Zion is not there every day. Maybe they can work around. Maybe they can have some chemistry that that works. I just don't, I don't see how that would work. I don't, I, I don't see New Orleans making that kind of deal. I don't really see. New Orleans making that kind of deal without probably giving up a Brandon Ingram in the deal.
2: Oh, he would have to go in the deal. It probably, Mm -hmm. if you're giving up for both,
0: uh, I wouldn't do it if I I was New Orleans, actually, to be honest with you, I just, I would, I would, I really, New Orleans is purgatory. I, I don't even know what they could do to even have any shot at being relevant other than Zion having finally the, the epiphany of understanding what his talent is and him, Playing, having the work ethic of 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 someone who wants to be the best. There, there isn't, and and I don't I don't necessarily think it's even that. I just don't think Zion wants to be in New Orleans. I think we're gonna find out, and that's that's something I'm also gonna be for. I'm gonna be paying attention to Trey Young, and I'm gonna be paying attention to Zion. If Zion, if you start hearing Zion is not playing for two or three weeks sometime in November, get ready for that one. That one's about to be done. And this whole place is gonna go nuts. Pascal being traded—I don't know what what is gonna do in Toronto if if he doesn't want to pay him at the end of the year, and that's why he's trading him. Well, I don't know. I don't know at what point. What do you? When are you gonna feel the team that's gonna try try to contend? You're just you're kind of turning into that Minnesota before Cat team, or even Orleans to some degree before Zion and Brendan. Ingram, or even before AD, it's it's tough. It's I, I feel bad for those teams and their and their uh, fan base uh, because you, you're never like what it's it's always what are you doing? And you got these players that you don't want to pay forty two million dollars a year for, like Fred Van Fleet. So you're kind of screwed. Whether you you can see both sides, I don't want to pay Fred Van Fleet forty two million, but you lose him now, you're getting worse. You don't want to pay Siakam 260 million, but you're gonna get worse. Scotty Brooks didn't have such a good sophomore year. Is he gonna be the star of this team? Doesn't look like. So you're you're stuck. You're stuck. It's it's more to what Rafael had said that
2: he got a lot of criticism criticism. And, and, towards, because and, and it's obvious, blue guy.
0: It's obvious, Sean, that the reason why they're holding on the Messiah's free championship. I say free as in Popovich wanted to send. I mean, I honestly believe Popovich looked at Kawhi's Leonard situation and said, I want to send this guy as far away. And he literally did that. He literally sent him further away than anywhere he could have gone. If there Hi, was Sean, far away. If there's if there was a team in Alaska, he would have sent Kawhi to Alaska. Far away.
2: Ha- happy Prime Day. Happy Prime Day. All right.
3: Um, yeah, well,
1: he d- he did do that. That's for sure. He sent him to the Great White North Joe as as far north as he could. I'm sure if he could have sent him to Madagascar to play NBA basketball, he would. But I think in this instance, there aren't a lot of there aren't a lot of options for either uh uh Siakam or the Raptors. Because you They're said,
2: not, Atlanta is one of the hot names on this list. Yeah. O'Kongwu, o- you know, everybody loves And Of course, as if, you know, somebody who went to USC like he did, I, I I really want rooting for the kid too, but he's never been able to supplant Capella as the starter. Doesn't that worry you just a little in all these it, years? He's in his fourth year now.
1: Yeah, it, it would, Gerald, but only in the sense of this. If you picked up the phone right now and we're talking to Landry Fields and you said Landry, you guys want Pascal Siakam, I would ask for Okongwu. And as soon as he says you can't have him, I would know, okay, they want Capella in the deal for salary purposes because they don't want him on the books and they really do believe in Okongwu. I I, I think I think there's a little bit of, of chess going on there, Gerald, with him. And you're right. He hasn't supplanted him, but I would want him in the deal. You want Siakam? I want Okongwu. Um, certain, certain other teams, right? Cause when you look at Walker, I love this kid, um, India, like it, and it's not because Andrew Nemhard and Benedict Mathurin are on the team. I really like this Pacers team and Walker to me really reminds me of their Scotty Barnes. And they, they picked them in a spot that was really advantageous, Gerald. So again, I think if the rap, if the, to me, if the Pacers wanted Siakam, I'd be sitting there wondering, why would you want him? You have Walker, you have the kid that that would basically be Pascal Siakam with a little bit more of a a jumper um, in about three or four years. So I don't think that the Pacers would be involved at all. Now, Gerald, if the Sacramento Kings who are, we've, seen sniffing around christian wood don't get him i would almost bet the farm that they would throw a lot at messiah jerry to try and get him in the sacramento even if it was just for a year and they knew he was a rental because he could but take can't them Can't into-
2: harrison Barnes until the 15th of december lot much like d which That's everybody right. was talking That's about right. because he he gave up uh his no trade clause which is a certain thing i guess you can do now with the cba on those two-year deals you can, if you go, if you decide to think on a player option, you surrender your right on a, a no trade clause. So he can now be traded as of the 15th of December, like most of the NBA, just to let yeah. you, know, but yeah, Harrison Barnes wouldn't be able, I think is not eligible to be traded until that point as well. So,
1: no, no. So I, I actually think if there is a Siakam trade, it's, 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 it's to what Joe said. I think this time I'd watch
2: out for OKC. I'm yeah. just, I'm just saying.
0: That would be no. the deal that Masai would want because he's going to get draft picks and maybe one young player because he doesn't obvious it's obvious. He does. He knows what's coming. He's going to have to give Siakam a above two $200 million contract to keep him in Toronto. So he might as well go get something now. And if you, if, if you're smart, you want to have some future, you got to get some picks and for Oklahoma city, to look at that setup. Do you want to pay Siakam 200-plus million? That's the other question.
2: I do want to say, though, that Harrison Barnes cannot be traded until the 29th of December, but D'Angelo is the 15th. I don't know why the difference there. I don't get it, but that's something CBA-ish. that. And, and again, so uh, for,
1: some re- for some weird reason, Gerald. Why um, the difference in two weeks? I just yeah, don't understand.
2: When they both signed on the same day, that's – Yeah, okay. uh,
1: both Bo, uh, – uh, BB from the Hawks can be traded September. Like it's all this weird kind and of. It's
2: like, in the fine line. In the yeah, fine this, I, I get it.
0: And this, if and if Atlanta, if Kobe Bufkin becomes Trey Younger, <laughs> you know, I this thing can this thing can snowball. We might see. We might. There's a chance we might see more movement this coming year than ever before in terms of high profile players that could get interesting. That could really get interesting. I'll be honest. I, I think this NBA season, if that tournament doesn't put a damper on it, I think this could be something that's going to be TV worthy. And of course it doesn't help to have uh, some of the future stars being the dunces. They are John Morant, Zion Williamson. You you guys are supposed to be the guys that carry, you know, this league from LeBron and, and Durant. And yet you guys are too busy carrying either food or, 357s. Come on. Get get your, get your act together here.
2: Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Gerald Glass. We're along with Magic Man Sean Grice and Joe Soro of LakersBall.com. I want to hit you guys with this. So, okay, we've got three guys, three big names on the trade market right now in Pascal Siakam, Damian Lillard, and James Harden. Joe, I'm going to hit you up with this first, and Sean, I'll ask you to go ahead next. Joe, I ask you, do you think all one or two or three, all three will be traded by the start of the season.
0: If you've seen the habits of management, they wilt when it comes to a player wanting to be traded at some point. Beginning of the season, that's a great question. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess and say yes. I believe that Damian Lillard will end up well, in,
2: how, how many of
0: them? Three. All three. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'll say all three because I think they're going to want to get out of this and focus on on the season. That's just me. I think James Harden ends up in, in, in L.A. There's going to probably need to be a facilitator in that as a third team, by the way. It won't be a straight-up trade. Same thing with Dame to Miami. Who's going to do that? No idea. And then as far as Siakam, there's a there's a lot of noise already starting even as 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 much as like a few hours ago so usually when that tends to happen usually something's imminent not too imminent but you know you we have we're not even halfway through july yet it's likely going to happen probably between now and september and then at that point we'll see if it's a contender if it's someone that's going to be able to add a veteran you know veteran guy that's going to help them be maybe a force in a playoff run uh, but that's 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 what I'm seeing there. I think if I'm if I'm looking at either Maasai or or uh, Philly or Portland, you don't want to go into the season with disgruntled players.
2: Sean, do you think it's one, two, or three? All these three big names, one or two, will get traded before the season starts.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. that's tough mm-hmm. I'm going to say I think one I think one gets traded before the uh, start of the season
2: Okay, which one is the most likely in your opinion
1: I think Damien Lillard is the most likely to get moved uh, Daryl Morey could if, if Portland thinks they can wait forever Daryl Morey can wait longer <laughs> he was pressured to an inconceivable level uh in the environment he was in in the uh, the city of philadelphia to trade ben simmons and he wouldn't move off of it like he wouldn't move off of it it's like i'm not going to move him for peanuts on the on the dollar just because you people want me to not going to happen and i i know james harden was, you know, feeling himself when he was talking to his agent, requesting a trade and thought, oh, well, it's Daryl. Daryl's my guy. Daryl will figure this out in no time. No, man, Daryl's not your guy. You are an employee and Daryl Morey is your supervisor. And if he wants you to sit at home and collect your $36 million, it's it's going to happen. I think it's it might come to that Gerald where they just send him home. Because there's no way in hell you can bring him into that environment and expect expect a head coach. Like this is like what we dealt with last year. Philadelphia is dealing with this year. Only the problem is a lot worse.
2: Because
1: it it, because in in our situation Anthony Davis and LeBron James were perfectly secure playing for the Los Angeles Lakers we know it's a problem now but we know this organization we're entrenched we're not going anywhere not Joel Embiid Joel Embiid is lo- is looking around at this clown show and thinking hmm i might not want to stay here anymore either It's much worse for for the Sixers this time around. And I I know a lot of people think that, um, you know, a trade is going to fix it willy-nilly. First of all, A, it won't. And B, Maury does need to take his time and get the best deal available because we were talking about this before and Gerald brought it up. And B could request a trade at any point in time during this process.
2: Anytime. Uh, and it could be number four big name on the block right there for you. But I did want to mention uh Intel was asking about the Lakers. Why aren't they involved in any of these trade talks? Because usually they are. They're usually the hot name when it concerns the uh, trade talks. The Lakers can't move any real assets uh in regards to, so let's say, Rui Hashimura or D'Angelo Russell until December 15th. So really, really can't. Those are the two major contracts you would consider training, Joe. And unfortunately, you would not be able to move them until December 15th at the earliest.
0: I think Philly's issue with, with James Harden is is James Harden kind of done being a star. If that's the case, then you got to get what you can get for him and hopefully bring someone back that can be a, a contributor with Maxi and Embiid. That's... that's 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 going to be difficult. I don't know. Twenty
2: points, ten assists, ain't too bad last year.
0: I mean, if you want to look at those the the, the stats on 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 James, but you're up, I know
2: his play has declined. I, I your,
0: your play, you're up three two. You need to close that that series out.
2: You're right there. I said it during the regular season. I didn't. And I, and, and his playoff just, record supersedes him.
0: You you've got you got you got the MVP right now. You need to make sure that that guy is happy, and by making him happy. He's then not going to say, hey, um, I'm about done with Philly. You're going to have to trade me now. So get rid of James. Try to get some legitimate help with that. There are going to be teams out there that want that 10-20 and 10, especially L.A. L.A. right now, at least for for L.A., they can at least get a guy that actually plays. That's one thing that James has going for him. At least he plays. Whereas the other two schmucks, we don't know what's going to happen with them.
2: Go
1: ahead, Sean. Yeah, Gerald, just, and just for a point of emphasis here, James Harden turned down a max contract extension with the Houston Rockets. And Gio, I, I'm with you. I hear you. what you're saying. He turned down a max extension with the Rockets. Got traded to Brooklyn. Didn't accept the max contract from them, and they were willing to give it to him. He turned down a max contract extension from two teams. And then he gets traded to Philly, and he thinks by being loyal and taking a pay cut, it means every other executive around the league who's got money to blow, and that's what it would be by giving an, all, an all-star, an all not an all-NBA player anymore, an all-star, that kind of money, that would be money to blow, and nobody's going to do it. And James Harden has nobody to blame but himself.
2: Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you joining us. uh, And thank you so much for watching and listening. Been a great time talking to you all. Appreciate everyone out there, especially in the world's best Lakers chat room that's out there right here at the Lakers fast break. Awesome to have each and every one of you here. Once again, the Lakers game is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific. Joe and Sean will have the call on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. So looking forward to that. I will be live at the game. And I will try to head back while these guys are doing the post game right here for you. So we'll go ahead and make sure that's set up so that soon they, as the game is over, they can go ahead and talk about it. And I'll try to back head back home as fast as I can to go ahead and jump on the chat as soon as I can. So that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Yes, as we all do the Laker Tom lean in, as I did during Thomas and Mac, you know, and right there. And as I was passing by Bobby Marks, I had it up to my face and like, oh, my gosh, I realized that. Uh, later on when I was watching it and somebody complained about my big nose and it was like okay yes all right
3: yes that, that wasn't
0: a complaint that was just someone being a dick
2: yeah, I just said you have a big nose I said that's fine that's okay I do have a big nose i'll i'll freely admit that but you know the guys and you know, gals have been making comments in our 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 chats and our, our watching after' it's just been great i will be getting to them if I've not gotten to you already also as well love the emails keep them coming and of course everything that you're saying mask up during our show was so happy to hear about the merch update from Joe and wanted to go ahead and express his gratitude on Twitter. So mask up on Twitter, evolving cause at evolving cause on Twitter, truly appreciate it. But guys, it's been and gals been great having you here. Looking forward to some great things tomorrow. Be the post game. Looking forward to attending the game myself, Joe and Sean, I'll start with you, Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out?
0: Yeah, I'd like to end the, Summer league thing here with a with a win tomorrow night, and like to see Max Christie uh, add to his nice stat line for the first four games. Uh, I think he averaged what was it, eighteen points, shot was it, just under fifty percent, and uh, was sixty percent from three too, and uh, has only missed one free throw. So uh, as far as summer league competition, Max Christie looks like a MVP candidate which is what you're supposed to be in your second year. And Max Christie could be a massive difference maker for the Flaker team this year. Mm -hmm. In the the cover of of a Bruce Brown, he could be that guy. And I'm not holding him to that, but there's a possibility that that could be it. And that right there, guys, could be a huge difference maker towards towards the, you know, title run. Uh, so I want to see more of that. I want to see him play. And as far as the, the, the Castletons and the Hush uh I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to be patient with those guys. I'm not expecting much from them in year one, but I hope they can develop and learn and put in the work, which is a lot of the reasons why Rob picked him. He is already known. Uh, and shown that he is a professional and, uh, and acts like a professional and works like a professional, and if we can develop him and have him be a integral part of a of a the next title team, let's say, then 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 we've done well.
2: Sean, my friend, any last thoughts before we head on out?
1: Ah, uh, yes, two two thoughts, Gerald. Uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention this. Um, yesterday was the anniversary. Of uh, the date, July 11, 1996, where Jerry West officially acquired Kobe Bryant from the Charlotte Hornets and completely changed the franchise history forever and the Charlotte Hornets as well. (laughs) Um, I'd also be remiss if uh, we didn't say that, um, you know, Spicy P has to be one of the worst nicknames ever in sports and i know for a fact he dislikes it um a lot of people have mentioned he is not a fan of it but it's not as if anybody can come up with anything better but spicy pee is just not something i'd want to (laughs) hear
2: this is true indeed but please go ahead and make sure you like Share and subscribe everything that we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. Subscribe today so you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate everyone checking out all of our videos, including the Sphere video, which I put on here, and our Pop Culture Cosmos channel as well. Got closing in on 90,000 views combined for that, and it's just truly appreciated. Everybody taking the time to watch that. Hoping our shows, our regular shows, We'll be doing that in the not-too-distant future as well. So for Magic Man, Sean Grice, Joe Sorrow. Before we go, Sean, though, I thought we would leave on a happy note because sometimes we argue, we get mad. I was thinking, you know, I remember the old days when I was watching the sitcoms and they would always go to the credits with some fake joke, was some really bad joke, corny joke, and some fake laugh on the way out. So you know what, in honor of that, In honor of Prime Day, in honor of 7-Eleven Day with all the 7-Elevens out there that have closed down their Slurpee machines and magically are all out of order, so they can't give out free Slurpees to everyone out there, even Mm -hmm. though it is 7-Eleven Day, I say, you know what, let's rejoice, let's be happy, and thank everyone for being part of what we do right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Uh Aha!
3: Fake laugh! Come on, guys!